The Arizona Coyotes are still looking for their first win at Maud Arena, and tonight they're going to be hosting the Florida Panthers. On today's episode, Robin is joined by special guest Armando of Locked On Panthers to discuss the game. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to this special crossover episode of Locked On Coyotes and Locked On Florida Panthers. I'm your host, Robin Leonio, joined by the Locked On Panthers host, Armando Velez, to talk about Arizona Coyotes versus Florida Panthers. That game is going to be set for tonight as they take on each other at the Mullet Arena right here in Tempe, Arizona. Armando, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Uh, despite a little bit of connection issues on my end, we were able to record uh, a, a, well as we preview another edition of Cats versus Dog, uh, Dry Heat versus Humidity, and all that. But I, unfortunately, for the people on YouTube, I do not have a mullet grown, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> for for this edition of the show. Nor do I have a fake mullet on me. So, unfor- but hey, we'll we'll do it with what we can. I should have shipped you the uh, the mullet wig that they gave for opening night. <laughs> you should have uh, overnight delivery because it was just not not too long ago that 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 opening night happened. No, it was not. It was, but uh, it, it's been fun though. But we'll before we'll we'll get to that in a little bit though. But first, let's get to know the uh, the Florida Panthers a little bit. This team looking, you know, relatively different than uh, than last year. Like this is a team that now has Matthew Kachuk and a few other things. But tell us about the changes that this team has made in this last offseason to try to improve. Yeah, so, of course, the the trade that was heard all around the hockey world with sending Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger over to Calgary and along with a 2025 first-round pick and prospect Cole Schwent, who had a great season in the American Hockey League last year for the Charlotte Checkers in exchange for what they call the unicorn, at least in Bill Zito's words uh, of Matt, of Matthew Kachuk, and it it's been a treat. He started off on the second line, still has the most shots on goal for the Panthers so far in this season by 13 more than anyone else. But it's been a treat, uh, and he he's been able to get going. He's been able to su- help someone out out as an, a Rudolph Balsers very early on in the season. And Paul Maurice has made a, a few changes so far as far as the forward lines as. Alexander Barkov in the first six games of the season didn't have more than five shots on goal in in the first six. And and the last three, Barkov has been a little bit more aggressive. And a lot of that has to has been because of Matthew Kachuk now being inserted on that top line for the Florida Panthers. And hey, Barkov has uh ended his uh drought of not scoring throughout this uh, young season, just broke it uh, just uh recently against the Ottawa Senators at home. So Look, they're looking to get going a little bit. The offense has still been there, and and the defense has been a little different for the Panthers as well, as they are not putting as much pressure on their goalies. There, I just looked this up uh, this morning as far as 
shots against compared to the rest of the National Hockey League because we've I've been talking mostly about how how they're not allowing that many shots on Bobrovsky at night, but compared to the rest of the league, they're inside the top five of the least amount of shots against, even though they're getting under 900 uh, save percentage right now from their goalies. That's awesome. And, and yeah, I wanted to ask, ask about the goalies too, because like, you know, Carl and I have talked about, you know, the potential acquisition of, you know, Sergei Bobrovsky because we're just like, well, you know, the Panthers, I'm sure they want to get rid of cap space. The Coyotes have cap space. And maybe might need a veteran goalie down the road. Um, I'm not saying you should do it, but you know there's 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 reason to have said you know like hey why not? Uh, but let's talk about the goalies and how they've done, like and you know the uh, you know this decision to keep both of them because I know there was that, there was that talk to you just like hey maybe we will just stick on to one of them. Yeah, right now right now the Panthers. It's not that they have no choice in in keeping both of them right now, but the no move clause that Sergei Bobrovsky currently has makes it a little difficult to move them. And uh, last year, Bill Zito was kind of trying to work for a trade uh, to Bobrovsky. He was like testing the waters, but nothing really uh, came to fruition on that. But as far as Sergei Bobrovsky's contract, uh, his, his full no move, his, his excuse me, his no move clause doesn't become a modified no trade clause until July first of twenty twenty four. So as far as a trade uh, of shipping out Sergei Bobrovsky, the earliest that I think would would happen would be uh, when free agency opens on on tw- in July of 2024. So it looks like he's going to be here for at least uh, one more season after after this year. But hey, uh, it, it's been a treat to watch Ser- Sergei Bobrovsky. I I know the save percentage doesn't really stick out as something that's really it, it's very eye opening as far as that number, but. The, again, the defense is protecting the goaltenders. Goal they could still be better on special teams. Uh, it, it, their penalty kill started off really well, and kind of they've been uh, it's been it's fell off a little bit in the last few games. Their power play, mostly offensively, has been struggling. But even strength, the way this team performs on even strength, they control the possession. They clog up the neutral zone. They're forcing uh, players to go outside. So it's giving those less percentage shots on the goaltenders. So. Right now, right now, it's a good situation right now for, for the Panthers, even though they're as cap-strapped as they are this season. Luckily for the Cats, and honestly, the rest of the NHL, the cap is going to go up. They're going to have some more space. So a buyout for Sergei Bobrovsky is less likely and either way for, for, for this Panthers team, even though they're going to have the most expensive goalie tandem come next year. Absolutely. I think another uh, couple questions that... Uh come to me and what this is kind of to tee up something that of another conversation that probably will take up a decent amount of time based off of even coming back the other way um first i guess first off is tell me about some of the prospects you guys yeah got. so so of course anton lundell um being on that third line now with getting some new uh line mates right now this year in colin white and and uh colin excuse me colin white on it on the on the right side and for for Anton Lundell, for him, he's always getting in the defensive zone on his uh, faceoffs for, and it's just been performing so well for for Anton Lundell and Spencer Knight. He's a he's a young guy who's uh, who who's still taking a little bit of time to uh, develop for for him and for for the guys in the American Hockey League the. The Charlotte Checkers have started off 4-0-0. Right now, they actually were actually playing the Bridgeport Islanders, which just checking the score of that one. And and for them, they they've been off to a great start of the season. 
and for and for the cats a anton lindell has just been a, has just been a, a treat to watch and he's been inserted on that power play one for for him and a lot of uh and some of the prospects for the the checkers down there uh, an impressive one has been matt gusta for for the cats he's been an an impressive one down there as well. Awesome. The main reason why I ask, and this is something that can uh, cross over segments as we, as uh, when, before we go back the other way is uh, the reason why I asked about that is because it um, was, as I'm pretty sure, you know, Arizona um, is in the market of trading a one defenseman, Jacob Chikrin. And um, the reason I was interested in talking to you mainly because a lot of us know that Chikrin has some roots in South Florida. Um, you know, is there any interest on that side? I think there are, I think there is interest in Jacob Chikrin, but the chances of pulling off a trade for the Panthers, uh, is le is less likely, uh, because of the lack of draft capital for, for the cats. Uh, and of course this is, this is a team that's going to have at least 11 million in cap space come next, next year. So it's going to be a little, little, uh, tough this year to fit Jacob Chikrin into the mix. I've seen that Columbus has been interested in um, Jacob Chikrin, and I've seen Ottawa, but Ottawa has been reluctant to trade a guy like Shane Pinto. Florida Panthers just recently saw saw uh, the Ottawa Senators just recently this past Saturday. So uh, you kind of see why uh, that Ottawa is reluctant to to trade uh, Shane Pinto to the Arizona Coyotes and manning that second line for now for Ottawa, even because of Josh Norris being hurt, you can see why that the Ottawa senators will want to keep on, keep uh, Shane Pinto in the mix. Absolutely. Makes sense. We still got more to get to on this crossover episode of locked on coyotes, locked on Florida Panthers. In just a moment, we're going to continue previewing this game, but I want to first Reach out to you guys and tell you guys about our partners from Simply Safe. You know, it's a you know, um, you know if you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been pulling pu putting it off, you want to listen up right now. Simply Safe listener, or sorry, right now, Locked On Coyotes and Locked On Panthers listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for fifty percent off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes and like burglaries and, and package thefts spiked nationally? That's why you should check out Simply Safe Home Security because they've got the best home security of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. They got 24/7 professional monitoring agents that use fast protect te technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify if a threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on an on the only security system that I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe security system at simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl. This is their biggest discount of the year so don't wait that's simplysafe.com slash locked on nhl there is no safe like simply safe all right so now i want to go turn it turn the reins over to armando he's going to go ahead and ask my, me some questions about arizona first of all you got to tell me all about the experience at mullet arena because as as someone who's uh who's also a host for a small market team uh, I, I cheer for the small markets in, in the NHL, and that and that includes Arizona. And 
I think the I think the experience is pretty cool being that close to literally right on the campus of Arizona State out in Tempe and just the fact that they have a student section as well. Uh, how, tell me all about the experience. Um, Mold Arena, Arena is is super lively. Yeah. Is it is it weird? The fact that, you know, the an NHL team is playing in a arena that has less than 5,000 seats. Yeah. But I think that's what kind of adds the novelty of it. You know, I was there on opening night and it was like, you know, it was intimate. It was lively. The, you know, there was lots of things going on. All these fans were loud as hell because the noise has nowhere to go. Plus, like you mentioned, there's that student section. And if you know anything about college students, they're just weird. <laughs> so they do some of the weirdest things and they're, and they're parked right behind um, the... Uh, one of the nets, you know, I think that's the net, the net and where the away team shoots twice. Um, so like it, it's make, it, it makes things really fun. Um, so like during the second period, they'll just go ahead and heckle the, the away goalie and as you know, much, you know, as much as possible. Um, you know, sometimes you'll see the, you know, students wear banana suits. You'll see them wear other hockey jerseys. Like you see like, a, you know, like the chief's jersey from, um from the slap shot like it's so many different like things going on and so many different backgrounds it just it's just super fun like i really like if so if people here if people in arizona can afford it i highly recommend people to check out a game at mullet arena because it is actually like a, a fun experience for this temporary fix that they're doing until the new one gets built yeah and and for for Arizona, I, just last week the news came out about the vote that's going to take be taking place on uh, November, I believe November 29th, uh, as the city of Tempe will be voting. Tell 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 us more detail on how that on the on the details of that vote. Yeah, out. so there's a uh, uh, obviously the vote is you know projected date November 29th. But they also have a lot of other city council meetings before then. I think. Like November fifteenth, November twenty second, and like and like some other one also as well. Um, but there's a decent amount of city council meetings as they discuss everything like that. Um, but from my understanding, is the vote will likely actually not be whether or not to actually to truly approve this uh, the proposal. Um, it's a, actually very there very well might be a chance that there will be a a vote to turn. The proposal over as a referendum to the city of Tempe voters, which will make things really interesting. As of right now, I know, do know public opinion is does sit at 60 uh, 40 in favor of the Coyotes proposal from the city of Tempe uh, voters. But, like, again, that that would throw a whole wrench through things because, like, you were expecting we were expecting November 29th to be all right, like, we can breathe a sigh of relief, this thing's approved. If they turn it over to the voters, it's going to take a couple extra months. Mm. Yeah, and I, I I remember just watching a YouTube video on the situation in 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 Tempe, how the Arizona Cardinals years ago were trying to get a, a stadium out in Tempe, but the situation was because the airport that's nearby mm -hmm. in Tempe, because of being able to land and and you need to have a certain distance between arena and landing planes over in Tempe. Uh, 
has that been more of a conversation uh, this time around with the new, with the new? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Actually, in fact, the city of Phoenix and Sky Harbor Airport have actually been uh, attacking this proposal like crazy. They've been sending out mailers to city of Tempe and Scottsdale residents saying, "Hey, this is going on," and also kind of throwing out a lot of misinformation, saying that um, you know. Uh, talking about, you know, oh, it's going to redirect where the planes go because the coyotes talked about, you know, height limitations and like, yeah, so this is where this is how high the planes go. This is and this is the highest of any of our buildings that are going to be going in this development. So we should have no issues there. Then they turned over to noise and everything like that. So the uh, the city of Phoenix and Sky Harbor Airport is not going to let this one down. They believe it's in violation of a uh, uh, an inter intergovernmental agreement between the two cities, um, and uh, I we expect we fully expect that Phoenix and Sky and Air and the airport will be suing Tempe and the Coyotes if it gets approved. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's really cool that they're also going to be uh, putting a hopefully to putting like an entertainment district around. So there's more than just the arena itself. Then there's going to be some cool restaurants and 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 all that and. I, I know that the proposal to put ASU hockey and the Coyotes in one uh, folded as far as that, but still the opportunity for them to to get an actual an actual district around as someone who recently went to Atlanta to see the new Braves ballpark and seeing how that's developed around the the the, the stadium. I think it's a really cool opportunity for the city of Tempe as well as to keep their team because of once again, I root for, I root for small market teams. And I think, you know, the whole, the whole saying, if you build it, they will, they will come. Or as they say in the bench warmers, if you build it, nerds will come. But as far as the, as far as the team itself, uh, Shane Gossesper, uh South Florida native leading, leading the charge in points as far as the Arizona coyotes. And as far as, and let's talk about, also the goaltending what what do you what what do you make of the of the of this team as constructed is it mostly on the defense giving up so many goals or is it more on the goaltending oh i think it's a mix of both um i don't trust the goal the, the the goal is enough to have to be getting all the shots that they're getting they're getting too many um big opportunities so that's on the defense you know this defense is looked really extremely lackluster i mean obviously shane gotspear is massive bright spot but outside of that, you have a lot of super young guys who just don't have the experience um, and just don't have the um, ability to do, like, you know, they're not, yeah, they, I guess that's the best way to put it. They don't have the experience and they don't have their uh, their leader, right? Because Jacob Chikrin is currently on the IR for a injury that I'm still questioning whether or not is real. Um, I'm, uh, and it's... You know, because he's been out for you know longer than Clayton Keller for a what was supposed to be a minor injury, um, but you know that's that that's for a whole nother thing. But to see him gone and to see the impact that's making um, and changes that have to go, there's a lot of things that have to be done. Uh, but I will say, you know, JJ Mosier um, has looked really good. You know, he was drafted in the 2021 draft, and he's looked really good since he got drafted. You know, he's been a pretty um, important part to this defense. Like I said, it's not saying a lot because the defense itself isn't great. But, uh, you know, I do think that, uh, you know, he's going to be a pretty key part, portion of this uh, of this rebuild. Yeah, and... 
And of course, there there's former uh, Florida Panther uh, Lawson Krause as part of the organization. I do believe that he just recently got an extension, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as well for the Coyotes. And of course, they the the mission for Coyotes is to get as much draft capital as possible. They they recently drafted Logan Cooley. Of course, the the mission for this year is to continue to tank for Connor Bedard. Uh, how much of Connor Bedard have you have you watched? I haven't watched enough, but I've uh, I wouldn't watched a lot, but I've watched enough to be able to know that like this kid is going to be like generational. Like this kid can change the Coyotes in like you know half a night. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the thing is, the, I think the cool thing is that what they're doing in these three years with having this arena that they have now is still to create an atmosphere enough for that, even though it's 5,000 and, and for people outside of those 5,000 people that show up every, every night and say, okay, there's an atmosphere there. There's a rowdiness there. We, we believe we could take this to a new arena as well as them building something as far as create getting young players into the mix. And then by the time the new arena opens, that they'll be competitive. And of course, there's going to be that new energy with a new arena. Of course, we're seeing that with this one with Mullet Arena now and even a bigger energy for for the new arena in Tempe, which we hope that that gets built. Because I remember just in 2012 when Marlins Park, now called Lone Depot Park, was open. Not only did they get a new a new ballpark at the time, but they signed a whole bunch of free agents on on, on the team uh, to try to to try to create an energy. Of course, that 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 season didn't go well for the fish, uh, but there's still a little there's still a little bit of that energy at the time to of of a new place. So what 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 I'm seeing for the Coyotes is that they're 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 having creating so much cap space so that not only they get these young guys into the mix. That they can sign big name free agents to what's hopefully like eight year deals to the keep them keep them there. Oh, absolutely! I think the w- one of the cool plans would be to see Austin Matthews come back home, right? That's the big plan. That's big hope. Um, I doubt it. And you know, you look at you know the timeline in you know twenty twenty four. You know, there is a decent chance that. You know, it could happen because by that time, Connor Bedard can will be would be a Coyote if he if he ends up getting uh, drafted and the Coyotes win the lottery. Logan Cooley could be ready to emerge. Connor Geeky potentially could be ready to emerge. Dylan Gunther is already there. Um, like this team will be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that and that's what we hope. That's what we hope for for this um, this Coyotes team. And you know. The, the score of tonight's game won't won't necessarily say too much of what's going to be a few years from now, but we, we, we know what the plan is for 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 both teams. But in segment number three, we're going to go over the bet on, uh, everything from bet online on tonight's matchup. So we're going to discuss that next here on this crossover edition of Locked On Florida Panthers and Locked On Coyotes. So let's go ahead and get to that. Uh, the... Um, let's take a look. So we're going to go to the bet online odds, uh, courtesy of our exclusive, uh, the locked on podcast network, exclusive sports book, uh, bet online. We're going to go and check, check it out. Florida Panthers are favorites at minus one and a half with a minus two ninety five money line plus two sixty. Decide to bet on Arizona with a total points of six and a half scoring is up Armando six and a half 
to me always seems a little bit low. Mm. It's funny because the the Panthers are averaging just about three goals a game now now uh, for 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 the season, uh, and I, I don't know the, the, this this might this sounds like a game that would be that would be one that you could see like seven or eight goals, but I'm I actually would probably hit the under on this one for for tonight as low as that sounds. I I just think when with with the stretch that the Panthers ha- have had of of a few road games, just one, and then traveling out West to start, you know, this Panthers team, uh, as, as far as, as this West coast trip coming up, facing three of the, the four bottom, bottom teams in the entire NHL in Arizona, San Jose and, and Anaheim ducks, even though the Anaheim ducks just beat the Toronto Maple Leafs the other night. Uh, I, I think it, I think it could, I think there could be an opportunity for the Panthers to maybe overlook an opponent because we kind of saw that with the Chicago Blackhawks last last week uh, for the Panthers as they got off to a very very slow start. So chances are for for this one, uh, th- there's an opportunity that the Panthers don't really turn it on until the third period. So uh, and but I still think they're going to come out with a win, but maybe a little bit of a slow start as they're adjusting to a new time uh, on on this trip. Absolutely. I, you know, you know, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to do over or under. Uh, so far, I think all these, ga- all the games at Mullet Arena have been two to three. You know, final score two to three. Um, Arizona only scores two. The latter scores the latter scores three. The opening night against Winnipeg, it went to overtime. So like they've been lower scoring. It's only been you know five total five total points scored at Mullet Arena, averaging. Um, does that trend continue? I'd really have. I think it depends on who's in net. It depends on, you know, a lot of different factors. I'm like, even though I do think it's still low, but given the trends of the NHL, I'm still going to bet under because of the trends of at Mullet arena. Um, but I think in this case, you know, the Coyotes are going to try to turn things around this one new, you know, new month, new attempt to try to finally, t- you know, get some light, more life into Mullet arena. I think the Coyotes are going to try to win, get, get the win on this one, but just barely, um, I'm going to go the f- same final score of the last two games that they've had, except flip it around three, two Arizona coyotes. Whoa, <laughs> a, a, a little bit of a different score there, uh, for on, on your end, but Hey, uh, this, this Florida Panthers team, they're not, they're, uh, they're not expected to blow teams out like they did last season. And there might be games where, where the, you, you might see the Florida Panthers uh, slip up a, a, a few, a few games and, uh, this one for for Paul Maurice. He spoke at the end of of their game against Ottawa on Saturday, talking about just trying to create good habits and just uh, if they if they are able to qualify for the playoffs, then ab- about playing their best hockey when when it matters most. So uh, as long as they finish in the in the in the inside of the top eight and and find themselves in the playoffs, they don't necessarily have to win the division. But but for for the Panthers. It's really just about the creating the good habits, but hey, luck, luckily once again the the Panthers have been able to to protect their goalies, even though on paper this is a less talented team than than what they had last year. They're still missing Aaron Ekblad, who won't be who won't be in the Panthers lineup until uh, mid November. So it's going to be a little while until we uh, we see Aaron Ekblad. But Brandon Montour has uh, stepped up for for the Panthers now logging. Uh, 20, 27 minutes in the last game now top five in the in the league as far as time on ice for defensemen so 
kind of a little bit of an adjustment for for the Panthers as they have like a different look now. Awesome. A single player to watch out for who uh, might make the impact for uh, for Florida. I'm gonna say Rudolph Balsers. Um, he he's a guy. He's a guy who he benefited very early on, like I said earlier on the Matthew Kachuk line. And I, another player that I want to highlight is Etulus Duranen, who uh, who has start in the last two seasons that he's been with the Florida Panthers. He's played on that fourth line center role for the Panthers, and now Paul Maurice and inserting him on that third line with Anton Lundell and Colin White, and the, it just. It, it, it took them a, a few games uh, just recently until that line gave up a goal. So that's their best defensive line right now for, for the Panthers and, and just an aggressive four checking line who, who pins the opposition in their own zone as well. So that, that those are two players to look out for both, lo- both left wingers, Rudolph Balsers and Etulus. And for Arizona, I'm going to put my focus on to Nick Ritchie. Um, he's, you know, have, uh, he's had quite himself the good season start the season so far. He's looked really, really good. Um, but I also want to poke, you know, heavily focus on Dylan Gunther. He's playing his eighth and ninth games of, uh, of this season, uh, this week, which means the Arizona Coyotes have a decision to make on what they want to do, whether or not to keep him up here in the NHL or to send him back to the WHL where he spends at least one more year in his junior league, which we'll see what happens. I mean, he's looked pretty good. I don't think I just can't see him stay up. I just don't, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not only, not only is Dylan Gunter in that situation, but a guy that the Arizona Coyotes passed on in the draft by, by one spot, Shane Wright, he's also dealing with that situation as well uh, as, as far as being sent, but to the OHL. Uh, in Kingston, so as as Shane Wright has been uh, scratched quite a few times in Seattle, so not not the only situation where you, you have to make decisions uh, for a young a young prospect. Absolutely, Amanda, it's great having you on. Uh, where can listeners find you and your podcast? They can find me on Twitter at Mondoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at lo underscore fla panthers, and they'll see all my tweets related to the Florida Panthers. Uh, right, they'll also see my tweets in relation to the Miami Dolphins, who, who are now the tied for the fifth seed in the wild card in the AFC. So they'll see a lot of uh, those tweets. They'll be they'll be seeing a lot of tweets of me uh, talking about the Marlins and their new manager in Skip Schumacher as well. So they'll 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 be seeing all those South Florida related uh, tweets uh, come. Uh, if they decide, if they just if they decide to follow me, absolutely. That's Armando Velas. You can follow me myself at Robin underscore Leano. Robin with the Y underscore L E A N O and Locked On Coyotes at L O underscore Coyotes. Uh, and you can follow both of our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, on Google, Spotify, on the Odyssey app, and on YouTube. Well, um, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, be sure to uh, give, give us a give, give us a follow, give us a like, you know, give us a five star review if you have yet to already. Uh, but once again, thanks everyone for tuning in to this crossover episode. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And for my Coyotes listeners, don't forget to howl on. Ah!